and welcome today to uh, to our show, uh, our podcast, however you want to frame it. This is the podcast that is putting the oxygen back into the Christian life, one soul at a time. And I'm so glad to be with you today. I hope that we are able to encourage you and make you want to get up out of bed in the morning and say, you know what, there's hope. God loves me. And I'm going to follow his path. I'm going to follow him. But I want to talk to you about something today that uh, I simply titled "Running, Remaining Steady, Remaining Steady in an Age of Rage. Remaining Steady in an Age of Rage. And there's so much rage out there right now, so much anger and vitriol. And uh, if you're like me, after a while, that kind of thing exhausts you. And that kind of thing, uh, kind of, you want to turn off the news. You, you don't want to watch another, another negative uh, YouTube, you know, YouTube video or something that just that just polarizes people again and just gets the wheel turning again. And believe it or not, there's a scripture, or there are scriptures that talk about controversies, because controversies are not anything new in the world. And often the scriptures were given to us because they, they relate to the world we live in and they address the world we live in. And in Titus chapter 3 and verse 9, it says, But avoid stupid controversies. And then he says, Genealogies, dissensions, and quarrels about the law, for they are unprofitable and worthless. Now, Paul is talking to uh, Titus, who was the leader of, of the church, and uh, where he was writing him to him and, and apparently there was a problem where where people were not just having controversies but they were having really stupid controversies and we live in an age of rage and controversy and some controversies are worth fighting for others are not and i've seen just the proliferation especially in this season where where you know the videos and the 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 uh the media has really shot up because everyone has been, you know, kind of sequestered in their homes. So there's a lot more videos happening than before. And that has really captured a lot of the waves, you know, the, of, of what's going on. And some of these controversies are worth fighting for, some are not. And that's up to you and God to decide that. It's not my goal today, but, but many denominations in churches were born out of controversies. One denomination viewed the Holy Spirit one way, one viewed it the other way, one viewed the sacraments one way, one viewed the sacraments the other way, and they kind of made their own way. And uh, I don't know if these are good or bad, who knows? But the point is that what is a stupid controversy? What makes a controversy stupid? In short, that scripture I read when he says avoid st stupid controversies, genealogies, dissensions, and quarrels about law, for they are unprofitable and worthless. Uh, if I were to give you a working definition, I would say a debate that doesn't bring fruit. It doesn't edify. It doesn't build up or bring you closer to Christ. But in fact, it does the very opposite. It distracts you. Maybe it, it, it doesn't make you grow, but it makes you grow discouraged. Maybe it unfocuses you from your task, from the, from the task that God put in your heart to do. And this is when maybe a controversy is not good, and maybe it's taking up too much of your energy and time. But a question that becomes all-important when it shouldn't usually is a sign 
that maybe you're following a controversy that is not worth following. Uh, when something just becomes all about, you know, like some people follow, you know, the controversy about the flat earth theory and all this, and some people really swear by it. And, and I always challenge people with that question, with this question is, what does that have to do with God? What does it have to do with his kingdom coming to the world? What does it have to do with God's purposes, the creator in your life? I mean, if, if you're, if they're a Christian, if they're non-Christians, I don't address that question to them, but, but maybe I might, I might challenge them on scientific bases, but, but knowledge that only creates pride and smugness is a clear sign of of maybe a, a controversy that maybe you're following or I'm following that is just not healthy. It's just not good. I've seen some people with where they believe these things and they kind of like have this prideful look on their face like, I know something you don't. I have this secret knowledge you don't. And okay, so what? So what, what does that mean? Um, Chris Ostom called it sowing seed um, on a rock. And he talked about contentions, and he, and he says, you know, with heretics, he called them heretics, people that kind of get away from God's purposes and the gospel and just start talking about stuff that, about nothing. And he would not have us labor, he said, to no purpose, meaning God. God doesn't want us to labor to no purpose, where nothing is to be gained, uh, for their end is nothing. And, and this is why it's important to know what your fight is. And uh, 2 Timothy 2.23 puts it this way, have nothing to do with stupid and senseless controversy. So not only are they stupid, but they're senseless. They, they make no sense. They're not based on reason. And, and he, he said the Lord's servants must not be quarrelsome, meaning that uh, sometimes when people get into these controversy, they turn it into a fight if, if someone doesn't agree with them. They they mark you as somehow well you're part of the system or you're you're an unbeliever you know and, and they turn it into this control thing that if I don't agree with you then something's wrong with me and and he talked about Paul Paul talked to Timothy about correcting people that are like this gently and uh, and he says maybe God will you know help them through it but he, here's my point today that that we have to avoid these these controversies that really don't bring fruit in our life but all they do is distract us they rob us of our energy but most of all they keep us from the purposes of god in the world what is god's purpose in your life what is he doing in your life and uh, again uh, in first timothy 6 3 again he uh, paul talks about he says he talks about morbid craving these people are morbid and they're craving controversy and for disputes about words from these come envy and dissension and slander and base suspicions and that's one thing that controversies do create they often feed into our already suspicious human nature and that is one reason we have to be careful of which controversies we believe and which controversies are going to take our time and energy it doesn't mean we shouldn't fight for one or believe in any of them, but we have to be careful because God has a purpose for us in the world. But according to these scriptures that I've been reading, let me just give you quick six types of controversies. First of all is the one called stupid controversies. These are ones that are that are just no-brainers. That they, they make no sense. They're not based on reason or logic or anything that, that is even helpful. The famous controversy regarding substance and essence in the scriptures was was uh, 
was about two Greek words that are hard to pronounce, uh, which I won't even try to pronounce them, but they start with an H. And uh, they gave birth to what's, what's called an Arian, the Arian controversy, which one meant that Christ was of like substance and the other that he was of the same substance. And think about this, that historian Edward Gibbons said that never had there been so much energy spent on a single vowel. And people had church wars over these two words. And again, I, I won't try to pronounce them because they're kind of fancy, but but uh, it, it dealt with the deity of Christ. Of Is, is he of the same sus, substance or is he of like substance? Is it, and and the way you looked at it either made him God or not, and so this was a controversy that became a stupid controversy because people were fighting over this, and but the point is is that after a while these these things become absurd, and they become they become uh, uh, energy stealers and time stealers, and people some Christians spend more time. Uh, in these controversies than they do in, in the Word of God or in prayer or in winning souls or in helping people, helping the broken world. But another kind of uh, controversy maybe that, that that these scriptures are talking about is controversy the controversies that deal with genealogies. And again, this was more of a New Testament problem, but maybe we could look at it this way, that these people were so focused on the roots of something that they were not producing fruit in their life anymore. And sometimes we can go back in history so much and and believe in in views of history that may or may not be true and spend so much time trying to uncover things that it becomes just a wasted genealogy, you know, a, a, a wasted argument of gene, genealogies as an example. And it makes us look more backward than it look than it makes us look forward. And so we can devote our lives to speculating and being suspicious or we can devote our lives to to following christ and, and ask the question what is your purpose for me in this world but another controversy is or kind of controversy is controversies that that cause nothing but dissension and that's very easy we can give you 10 examples today of what's, what's happening in the world in politics and in religion and in the protests and in the virus, man, there's there's a hundred controversies right there that that uh, maybe we can look at and say, uh, what is going on? What is happening in the world? And the question being, if you want to look at it this way, is is it promoting unity, or is it only feeding into dissension and separation? Is it polarizing us further and further? But if it's a tr if it's a good controversy, if it's about doing the right thing, if it's about righteousness, and that's different, okay, we don't mean that. But what I'm saying is, measure that controversy. Is it worthy of dissension? Is it something that that should separate you from your loved ones, from people who care about you, because you take a stand, or are you believing in something that's ridiculous and the people in your life are kind of becoming marginalized and they're they're starting to forget about you? But yet another one is this, uh, controversies that, that deal with arguments about the law. And again, this is more of a, of a New Testament problem. And a lot of the rabbis were, were debating these weird questions that made no sense. And not only were they, were they nonsensical, but if they were true or not true, who cares? How does that help the world? Jews often argued about the finer points of the law 
like who is my neighbor and how many times should I forgive? And these became stupid controversies because when you live by love, you forgive until it until you die, you know. Um, and who's my neighbor? Everybody's my neighbor. I have to love my neighbor. And this is basic Jesus teaching. So knowledge puffs up, it puffs us up and it creates pride. And it, it, it causes us to be so distracted that we start to argue things that are make no sense at all. And so what about this idea today? Controversies that substitute for producing fruit. Some Sometimes we can, some, some people can actually be turned down by controversies because it keeps them from their responsibilities of what God put in their hands. And they become so absorbed in it. Or maybe they're, they have personal problems in life and they need an escape, so they, they escape into controversies. And the web is filled with websites of people who spend all their time talking about distracting and non-productive things. And they, they become the authority in Scripture uh, in, 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 in reality, and there's no one really to challenge them. There's no, there's no, there's no intellectual body or a body of accountability that holds them accountable. So, so they, they become authoritative, and what no one knows, is it true or not true? And it could be true for all we know. But here's the point. Is it distracting you? Is it producing fruit in your life? Are you growing with it? Or is it making you angry? Is it making you suspicious? Is it, is it keeping you from producing fruit in your life? This is why these scriptures that I read, it talks. They, they further talked about, hey, devote yourself to do to good works. Produce fruit in your life. Do things that are productive. So, one more controversy I'll give you a type is one that the kinds that promote more speculation than truth. Now, that's really that's almost juicy. Those those types of controversies because they are attractive because they cause us to question things and again in first timothy uh, 1 3 through 7 verse 4 he talks about not occupying ourselves with myths and endless genealogies that promote speculations rather than the divine training that is known by faith in other words what is your focus is it on god or is it on all of these controversies and again, don't get me wrong, some of these can be true. Some of these can be absolutely factual. But how much time should we devote to it? And I'll leave you with four quick questions. Number one, does it promote the gospel? If, if you're a believer, a fellow believer, and you follow Jesus, how does that controversy help you win souls? How does it help you heal the broken? How does it help you love people who are hurting and love people that are just so messed up that they need God? If it doesn't, then you're wasting time. Question two, does it promote unity or does it promote division? Now, not all division is bad, again. Again, there is true evil in the world, and, and, and we must stand against evil because God stands against evil. However, not, not all divisions are good. Is the division that I'm taking sides on, is it something that promotes the kingdom of God? Is it something that furthers the human race because that's what God wants? Or is it something that is divisive in nature? It is something that is causing further debates and just sucking me into a hole that I have no business being in. Question number three, does it have value on the street? Here's what I mean by that. Whenever I prepare a sermon or a teaching or a talk, I always ask the question, 
because I'm a teacher and, and I tend to be a little complicated with, with what I say sometimes and I, I tend to want to go deep because I, I read a lot of books. I always ask the question, how does this relate to the pregnant mom who's unwed and struggling and, and just has no money and really needs help? How does she relate to this? And maybe she's sitting in the in the back seat or she's driving to work, you know, her second or third job. How does it relate to her? How does it, how does it relate to the dad that maybe is struggling with alcohol? How, how does it relate to the, to the young person who's struggling with lust in their life and, and they really want to do things right? How does it relate to that person who just lost their job and is broken? And if I can answer that question, that that helps to temper me and not get off on too many bunny trails in my life. Here's question number three, or number four rather. Question number four is this, does it build you up or does it, and does it make you grow as a person, this controversy? And that's a good question because when we, when we get involved in these things, we have to, we have to have a purpose in it. Uh, There's so many protests out there, but not all protests, protests are worthy of it. You know, some are, some are not. And we need discernment and we need God's wisdom to do these things. So I want to encourage you today that as you, as you uh, engage these things, don't allow yourself to be sucked in uh, to these things so that you, you, you become confused or depressed or angry or suspicious even more and more. Uh, let God and His, let His Word set, set the tone for your life. So I'm going to ask you to uh, join us on, on our website. It's soul02.com. There we have a new YouTube channel and I'd love to invite you to please come to our channel and like us and subscribe to us and hit the like button because we're trying to build it up. And uh, we also have on our website, we have uh, blogs and articles and also the audio versions of these, of these teachings that I do. So great to be with you today. And until next time, God bless you.